Today on the show, strategy plus action equals taking risks to grow your business. Great coaches and consultants like you have the ability to change people's lives and transform entire organizations. And your impact can often go far beyond the clients you work with. One of the reasons I love working with coaches and consultants is because of that ripple effect. This show is here to highlight your expertise and empower you with resources and new ideas to grow your business. Welcome to Strategy in Action. Joe Blackburn is on the show today, and we have just an incredible conversation around this idea of, of risk. I mean, Joe took a really big risk <laughs> by pretty much anyone's standard, certainly the, the people in his life at the time, um, to really shift out of his role that he'd been in for, you know, 20 years, the industry he's been in for 20 years. Um, and by all measure, a great deal of success and really going all in to help others uh, in in their life, in taking their next level of risk and just growth and expand in business and what he's doing in his mastermind right now. And he's done in one-on-one coaching for folks is just incredible. The results he's gotten for folks and you know, being that, certainly that sounding board a little bit and that, you know, outside perspective, but, you know, the the tough love version of it as well, too, you know, of not letting somebody sit back in mediocrity or miss that opportunity. And now with the mastermind that he's developed, he's got a whole group of, of these folks. So certainly with his leadership in there, guiding it and bringing that you know, tough love and that, that experience of, of 20 years in the industry that he comes from. And also combining that with all these folks from different industries, successful in their own right in different ways. And one of the biggest ways Joe helps folks in his mastermind is, you know, expanding their scope. I mean, that is the most powerful thing when you can take somebody who is, you know, they've got their industry and they're by any means, like they are successful. They're doing things in their business. They're growing. It's, it's great. And they know that there's just, there's something more that they can be doing and probably should be doing. Being able to open up not only what's possible, but now make those introductions um, and those give you those insights of, of how to get that done. It's beyond powerful. So I'm excited to bring this interview to you. Let's jump in. Joe Blackburn, welcome to the show. Hey, Jason. Thanks for having me, man. Absolutely. I'm so excited that you know, Casey from Brand Builders introduced us and and you know made this connection happen. We had an awesome conversation last week and I just knew I had to get you on the show. You know, I, I mean, there's such a story there and the way you're helping people is fantastic. And, and I want to dig into a a lot of that. Um, and before the folks kind of coming into this, you know, I think you're the perfect person to, to have this conversation around risk, taking risk to get to that next level, whatever that is for you. It, you know, logically, I think we all know there's a certain amount of risk if we want to do something new and all of that. But oh my goodness, taking that action sometimes without a plan and, you know, okay, mitigating the risk and we all have our own thresholds and all that good stuff. Um, and I, I'm just excited to, to learn more about how you help people through that process. 
Uh, but give give us some geography a little bit of of your background and and what's got you here and how you're helping folks. And I think I think your story is like the the quintessential risk story, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, first of all, thank you for having me. And and Casey owes both of us, so let's just get that on public record. Uh, no, he's great, and I'm grateful for his friendship and and his coaching and everything. But you know, um, the the one thing when, when you talk about risk. It, you have to think about what, what it really is. And, and I've always gone by, you know, something I heard a long time ago from the great Jim Rohn is like, it's all risk. So you might as well do what you really want to do. And to give you my geography or my background, I was a corporate executive uh, for a financial services company. I spent 20 years growing up. Basically the first job I ever had was, was in that world. And I left it, uh, three years ago, I was a, a director or a field executive. I had, uh, you know, kind of the, what a lot of people aspire to in that, in that realm is their dream job of, you know, I've got 200 people across a geography and I'm responsible for everything and we're growing the business. And it seems like it's, you know, where you want to go if you, if you're no longer going to be, uh, an, an agent or a financial advisor, but you leave them and it's, it seemed good and it was, and, and there were some things that happened along the way, you know, there's, uh, when you get into that part of it, there's the bureaucracy, the politics, uh, and of course your family. So I was pretty spread out. Uh, I had nine offices in two States and, uh, I loved my team and, and, and the people. However, I, I really didn't enjoy the red tape and, and kind of that aspect of it. And unfortunately, when I was going through that, my, uh, my wife was diagnosed with breast cancer and I've got five little kids. So, uh, I had to start really taking stock of what I wanted to do and how I wanted to do it. And I really started thinking about kind of pursuing my own dreams and not running someone else's play, so to speak. And, you know, after you're on, you know, five calls a day about arbitration or risk or legal or HR, you know, that's, that's not exactly how you want to spend your time. So I, I really just started to explore, you know, what I wanted to do and I made a decision and I made it pretty quick and I walked away from benefits and deferred stock and salary and bonus and all those things that you would consider safe. And I took a big leap and I started a company and I started doing coaching and training. And it was one of those things where I kind of followed my passion, um, doing the things I wanted to do versus doing what I felt I had to. And I realized that, you know, when I did that, like there's a lot of people out there just kind of doing the, you know, the norm, doing what they think they should do versus what they could do or what they really have always wanted to do. And I did it. And now I'm trying to help as many people as I can see something bigger than what they see now and, and go out and do that. Yeah, that's the, that's powerful. And that, and, and that's what's, and you know, it's exciting to have you on to talk about this topic because it's not like you did this yesterday and you're like, we'll see how it goes. I'm trying to help some folks. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, although there was, there was probably, you know, three years ago, there was some, some aspect of that a little bit. Yeah. Um, but you've also helped people through that process as well. And, and I'm sure we'll get into some of those examples. Um, but man, the, the, the thing that comes up too is it's not just a, a risk financially and you have this, this family to support like a lot of us do. But I think for, for a lot of folks, like the health scare, you know, having that happen with, with your wife, you've got five kids. Like that seems like the last thing you would do, even though 
I, I think for you, like you, you felt it, you felt your soul. Like I gotta, I've got to be there with them and I'm not, yeah. but financially as that father and as that husband, if like, I've got to, you know, still support them. What was it about the direction and the choice you're going to make? What was in there bes- besides like, ah, I think that's going to work. You know, like what was <laughs> that direction that was like, this is, this is it. I have to, I have to make this move. Well, I, you know, my biggest thing is faith. So I felt a pull there. Um, you see that lion behind me and I read some book, it was called chase the lion. And it really talked about, you know, a lot of people don't do what I did because of fear, because they don't believe in it. And they don't feel like there's a higher calling or something that's going to get them where they want to go. And I almost felt like, and I could show you the book if you wanted me to, but I almost felt like when I started to think that way, that that lion was watching me. And it would have been a disservice for me to myself and my family to keep doing what I didn't really believe I should have been doing. So it made it easier than to make that leap of faith. I mean, I just, I never felt like, well, if I go do this, it's going to blow up and I'm going back to corporate America. That really never thought, never really crossed my mind. Now, I will tell you, it hasn't been like easy. I mean, it's, you know, we had this thing called a pandemic (laughs) and all these other other aspects, but I just, I never had that feeling of helplessness or this isn't going to work out. I just felt like it was. Um, and I think that goes back to the faith that I had, uh, you know, just in what was happening. It just, I could feel that. And then I of course felt the pressure of like, you better do what's right and what you think is right versus what others, you know, especially my peers and my family. And, you know, they would, they were like, what you're doing what now? Uh, uh, especially with what was going on with my wife. So I, I just, I didn't feel that way. So that was, that was the thing that like pulled me the most to, to do it, to, to take the leap. Uh, oh, yeah. So and, to speak. And, and in that, in that process too, what's for lack of a better word, what's great, <laughs> that pressure that you have then too, is, you know, you're not the, the kind of person like dabbling in this, you know, and just like, ah, maybe I'll work on my business today. Like, uh-uh. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you have bills to pay. Yeah. 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 There's a bigger thing. So now specifically why coaching, why this consulting path, what was that connection for you? Did you see an example of that going through that coaching and like this, why that path? Well, uh, you know, I always enjoyed that aspect of it. And my dad was a, a basketball coach. Now he didn't stay a basketball coach, but I was raised by a coach. It's always been a part of my life. I was coached. I had a great mentor where I came from a good friend of mine now. And, um, I just, I enjoyed that. I, there comes a point where I think you either want to keep doing what you're doing at a success level and you're fulfilled there, or you start to get more fulfillment by seeing others do that. And that really started happening for me where I was. And I wanted to be able to focus my time there. And quite frankly, in the role I was in, you couldn't spend all your time with the people that were growing or wanted to even grow. You, you know, you're in a big organization. You have to go to the lowest common denominator and put those buyers out and so forth. But I really enjoyed that development and seeing people win and winning with them. And I just, I liked that. I liked that feeling. I knew that's where my passion was. So I really started out just coaching one-on-one too. Like I, you know went back to my network of 
20 years of, of networking and building relationships and started to get clients. And I like that. And now what I found was, you know, I had a, a capacity like most of us that run a business where one-on-one is still a part of it, but I had to find a way to scale and, and to really grow a business. And I've got huge aspirations for where we're going there. But the coaching aspect is you get that, the juice of it, so to speak, when someone else wins. And as a byproduct, you win too. But I, I really like that. I, I enjoy it. You know, we were talking a little bit before we got started about, you know, if this is work, then <laughs> I'm pretty lucky because it doesn't feel like work. Um, it's just having a meaningful conversation with someone, seeing something they may not see in themselves, holding them accountable and letting them accomplish things they didn't really ever think were possible. And that that has been the thing that is, you know, through the ups and downs of starting your own business from nothing and building it on your phone. Um <laughs> You know, that's what, that's what carried, carried me through. And it, it's, you know, it's been probably the greatest decision I've made other than, you know, when I said I do to my wife, um, to date, maybe the kids, I don't know. We'll, we'll throw them in there, but <laughs> that's awesome. But so, so there are those, those inklings, like, like you had, you were doing that essentially within the organization where you could, how you could. And so there's a, there's a skill and then, and then, yeah, that. And that calling when you know it, I mean, when you describe it and it gives you chills, right? Like you're just like, that's, that's it. And and that's just kind of the beautiful thing. I love the fact that, you know, it, that's not the thing for everybody. You know, what, what I do isn't the thing for everybody. And, and I almost have to remind myself, right. When it does feel exactly like what you're talking about, of just like, yeah, this is fun. Like (laughs) it's okay. It's okay that it's fun because it's it's not for for everybody, and it really is making that that difference. And and when you can, just like what you're talking about, when you can see that in a moment, and of course over time as you work with somebody, but in a moment when somebody gets it or they have that break, that insight, yeah. that's everything, right? Like that's just that's oxygen. <laughs> yeah, you know it's it's been unique. Two things about it. You said it, the fun word. Like for me, I kind of made a decision. Like if it's not fun, I'm not doing it. Like I think that's the thing that liberates you is when you make the realization that I don't have to do this to provide for my family. You know, this is not my only option. So then it's like, well, now there's unlimited options and that is fun. And you don't have to, you know, I'm not saying every single thing we do throughout the day is, is pure fun. It's just, I, if it's not going to be fun, why bother? You know, I'm, I'm building out, uh, you know, my mastermind of, and I, the, one of the most important things is overall, I'm fun doing it. Like the people that are in it, they love it. They like doing it. And we, you know, we banter and, and grow and like it, that's, that's become, that actually has become more fun than the, the one-on-one wins where, you know, that's fun. You celebrate, you move on, but now you've got, you're building something that's almost alive and people are feeding that with their wins and their dreams and everything. I love that. Um, and, and oh yeah, because that's exponential then too. It's yeah. like each other's wins, and they learn from each other while they're learning and going through this with you. And yeah, yeah. So that that's been really good. Um, I you know I I think at the end of the day too, it was like I was spending ninety five percent of my time on things I didn't want to do, and maybe five percent on what I did. And now I just kind of flip that. Like I spend ninety five percent of the 
time on what I want to do and 5% I do, but I've got a great, you know, I've got a great, uh, COO. Her name's Lauren. I think you interacted with her. She's a superstar. Um, we're adding to the team. Everything's growing. Everything's getting bigger and I'm out looking for people to help me grow the business. They want to have fun too. So that's, it's just been really cool. I love that. And, and I want to, you know, I want to dig in on some specifics here around, you know, helping people through risk, but let's expand that a little bit and give people an understanding of, you know, the, of that mastermind that you talked about, right? The, sure. the, the arena that you're, you're kind of putting people in and, and who's going in there right, right now. And, and all of that, you know, it's, it, I think what I found and it, and it kind of had to work this through in the last three years, I've been doing the one-on-one coaching is a lot of clients that I would work with, they were really successful. I mean, if you, if you just gave their profile and put it up by any means, income and, you know, net worth and family and, and aspirations within their own company or within their own niche, they had a lot of success. I mean, they, you know, a lot of my clients are the, the top people in the, in their given field or company. But what I started to see was given their age and their demographic and what they talked about and what they aspired to do, they weren't really doing the big things. And it wasn't because they were super scared of them or they didn't really want them. It's just that they didn't quite know how to utilize leverage or to recruit talent or to delegate or to do the things that takes them from being kind of the, the one superstar to expanding that. But it also wasn't something that was really in their stratosphere. You know, they, they wanted, they may come to me and say they want to increase their revenue. And then I'm talking to them about, okay, well, why don't you take that million and make it 10 million? And how do you actually do that? I mean, I, I had the benefit of running a pretty big organization. So I understand how to scale in space, especially like, you know, we went from one side of a state to the side of another that took seven hours. So it's like, we, I called it winning in space. And I think people think they're relegated to kind of their little piece of the world. So I've had, I've had a lot of luck and they've had success in finding people that have that aspiration. It's just, how do I do it? How, how do I actually take my excess capital when I have it and allocate it so that it's not super complicated, time consuming, it's not leveraged, you know, and just kind of what I call hygiene of investing. I'm putting it in my 401k, you know, doing that type of thing. How do I actually grow a business and grow wealth? Meanwhile, not losing my family. That's what started to become the conversations. that the masterminds build around is how do we take all those things and weave them together so that I can hit my dreams. And also, you know, we touch a little bit on it before we had the cameras rolling. I, I think people are underestimating what it's going to take to maintain your lifestyle. And I have the benefit of coming out of financial services. So I know that pretty well, but what it's really going to take. I mean, you know, we live pretty well in America. Uh, I don't know. If, yeah. I don't, you don't always hear that, but we do. Um, and fortunately we're going to live a long time and it takes a lot to do that. And I, and the people that I work with, they like to, you know, travel and do fun things with their, you know, their kids and their wife and, or their husband. And, you know, that's something that the conversation started being about how do I get bigger? You know, it was almost like a, a, not a scarcity mindset, but a smallness mindset. Like I was just, it's okay to just do this. And then what I generally see in people, whether it was developing leaders where I came from or now with my clients is there's so much more that you're not looking at. Let's figure that out. And now we've brought it together where we're collaborating, 
sharing ideas and it's people from different industries. So you're not getting that super group think bias that we're all doing the same thing. It's the same, you know, play. We're going to run it the same. You're getting different perspectives and, and, you know, diversity of thought, uh, is something that I think they found incredibly valuable. Oh, that's huge. Yeah. I love that. And, and that's the thing, no matter what level you're at, you know, there is that that aspect of, of risk. If you're really going to do something, you're really going to make a change. But then that other piece does come in, right? It, it, it does come in like, okay, great. I'm all in. How the heck do I possibly do that? <laughs> yeah, <sounds> you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, tell me how. Uh, and, and, and that's what it sounds like you're really facilitating here too, is because this, I mean, at a, at a, it's like a great microcosm of, of, exactly what coaching is, right? Like it's a perfect example of that, of, of holding that mirror up, of just showing people what's possible. And that's, and that's everything because almost every one of us has some version of that, that like, here's where we're looking, right? (laughs) And we have no idea all the way around, like here's all these other things. And to have that insight from somebody else of just what's possible and then that next level though too is is that it's not just like some idea that I wasn't aware of yesterday, but oh, I can do that. It's step one, two, three. Like we talked about before. It doesn't mean it's easy, but it's it's very doable. It's it's sure. steps at that point. Because I think a lot of these things for us too, you know, we hear about investing in, you know, real estate. We hear about this and that and whatever that might be that's outside of our wheelhouse, just like, oh yeah, that's, that's possible. It's over there, right? That's for folks doing that and they've always been doing it. And I don't know how I would get into that. And that's why I just love that where you sit, right? In this perspective of what's possible, you know, I, I, I love that so much because of your 20 years of all of these different worlds coming together and putting those pieces together. And now you're doing that for folks. What is that like? I guess what's that first step for folks to 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 kind of let that in that this is possible? If maybe they're coming to you for, yeah, I need to grow my revenue by five percent. You know, like somebody said, I should talk to you, and you're like, well, you could do that, but you know, what's that first step of kind of getting that out of them and showing them that this this is possible? Yeah, well, you can use this train of thought or questioning with a lot of people, but the, if you really want to find that out with someone, the first thing you have to do is take all the systems and aesthetics and science and all that. And it's important. It is, but you kind of set that to the side for a minute. You know, if, if I was going to do that with, with anyone, I, what I got to know, like, and I have to know this, especially if you, if I'm going to work with you is like, with all that aside, when you think about, you know, your heart's biggest aspiration or what it is you want with wealth or your business or your family. When you put all that together, what is the most important thing to you? Because some people describe it as, well, they don't want to work or they want a hundred million dollar net worth or that they want their business to run itself. There's all these, you hear all these different answers, but if I go down a path and I'm not on the one that you want to be on, it's really hard for me to make progress. So I have to know like, Take a minute and think about what is it? What's the most important thing to you? And and I love it when someone can give me that answer. 
I also love it when they can't because part of this is getting crystal clear on what it is you want. I mean, yeah. what is it that you really want? Yeah, I, I'd like to not work and have everything I've ever wanted paid for. Well, that's not really... <laughs> how this works uh so i want to i we try to get on i try to get people to open up and talk about what that really is because the reality is you're not gonna pull the plug and like stop working and stare at a wall i mean you might do that for a week but it's like how that what that does jason is it helps them to start to think bigger like what is it i really want and i and i generally start all my you know like if i offer a free call or consultation like everyone else hey if you want to talk to me that's where we start then we can start dialing into your gaps. You know, well, where are you at? Where do you want to be? What's the gap? And I can determine if that's something that I can help with. Or I, you know, sometimes I say, hey, you need to go talk to this person. I just did that last week with a referral from Casey. He just needed something totally different I don't do and sent him on his way. And we're good friends, still texting everything. But that that's one of those things where you got to get someone to, that's how you open the door. And then there are, you know, I, I have it. 70 sessions on how to double a business with workbooks, you know, but I've started to find people want to network, not homework. So I start to really walk them through some mental frameworks and some strategies around different aspects and how to, how they feed into one another. So to answer your question, how, well, okay, well, how do I do that? Well, the first thing is whatever your family situation is, it's really hard to max your business and start multiplying wealth. If that's a train wreck. Like if that's unpleasant, you're miserable, whatever it is, like I'm not a psychologist. I'm not, I have five kids. You want to come spend 24 hours here? You're going to question my parenting and my sanity. But it's, it is really about like for all of us that are doing this and that I let in and, and agree to do it, family comes first. So what are you doing around your family? Are you leading by example? Like have some goals for them, for you that and rewards and all those different things. Let's get that solid. Like that's really, you know, the, the first step. And, you know, in today's age, families are, you can describe them. There's mixed families, there's divorce, there's marriage. I mean, but it's like, get that unit solid. That's the first thing. And then it's your, how do you actually make money? You know, I, I've have found, and I'm guilty of this as well. Like a lot of people spend a lot of time within their business. That is not how they actually generate revenue. So before you can start maxing out your business, delegating, working with your team, all those things, you've got to get your revenue right. Like, and, and I teach a way to really focus on pillars of your business and, and how to do that, but it's more framework based than it is, you know, here's a step-by-step -step workbook and fill this out. And let's, I just, I've kind of gotten out of that. Not that there's anything wrong with it. Some people like to go back and do it. We make it available. That's, if you enjoy that, do it. But then it's start putting the pieces together, get your revenue right then work on how you delegate because people don't delegate generally because they think that they can do it faster or better and that they're going right. to lose something if they do it. And you got to break through that. That's more mental than it is science. It's just letting oh, yeah. go and, and, and giving direction and accountability. Then to, who are you developing on the team? Then we start getting into, all right, how do I grow asymmetrically? Meaning instead of me bringing on one client, how do I go out and buy my competitor or how do I strategically partner with someone that we share with? I think in the online world that we're in now, it's called affiliate or that type of mentality is how can we help each other help the client um, or recruit a superstar or find, you know, the talented person you need. And and then you can start talking about wealth and there's, there's a million ways to grow your wealth. There literally are. 
I like to keep them simple. It's got to be something that you know and that you're interested in, whether it's, you know, expanding your business and making it more valuable if you're going to sell it, or if you want to get into, you know, the markets, are you concentrating in one area? How do you utilize the publicly traded markets? You should probably talk to an advisor. And I've got a bunch of those in my mastermind, so they're there. Um, but you know, then the real estate side, I, you know, I'm not like, Hey, let's go flip or wedge or I don't know all the terms today. I'm sure they all work, but in my mind, it's like, if I've got to run this business and be focused there, I want something that where at least, you know, I'm getting the cash flow I need to make all the payments and make a profit. And you generally got to have either a company or that guy that helps you in the real estate game. Like I've, I've seen very few solo real estate people also run a big business. So th- there, there's levels to that. And then if, if you want to start buying businesses, you got to have an archetype that's similar um, or you got to go in with investors. But I don't want to go too deep into that. It's just what you have to make decisions on there is what type of leverage do you want? Do you want leverage of time? Do you want leverage of money? Do you want you know leverage of talent within your own business? Those are those are almost like a sequence of of what leverage am I willing to take on, or what do I want to get rid of, and then go from there. But that's a, in the mastermind. I know you didn't ask this, but a lot of the conversations are, "Hey, I'm looking at this," and then the, we kind of dissect it. Like, did you think of this? Is this an opportunity? Is this you know? Are you going to take on another job? Cause that's not a good idea. Like you, most of us don't need another job. So, Oh yeah. And again, just like you talked about, but yeah. no, it's great because just like you talked about, like, it's not just this, this group of folks, it's all these different perspectives because they're from all different, you know, industries and, and all of that getting eyeballs on that, which is huge. I love this idea of, of the framework that you provide because you're exactly right. Like sometimes we need, maybe there's, maybe there's six of the 32 steps. Like I want to go deep and have a workbook around and stuff like that, but I'm never going to do that unless I understand and believe in the framework and why I'm doing all of this. So it's such a great way to structure things and, and talk about it, you know? And, and I, I love this too, because it seems like it's also just deciding and timing for a lot of this as well. You know, family first, you're, building this, your kids are, maybe they're teenagers and, you know, I want to really, let's just get my business solid and, you know, for the next 10, 15 years, then kids are out. I have more time, right? I'm not going to go stare at a wall. Like you talked about, I want (laughs) to, that's when I want to start going, right? Like I want to, I want to have this investment, this investment. So I want to build that equity in my business, have the cash flow to go and do these things this one's going to take more time because I'm not super familiar, but I'm going to have the time then. Yeah. Putting all these little pieces together and having that person to help through having that group of people to help through all of that. That's, it's powerful. Yeah. And the cool thing is it's unbiased. I mean, you know, no one has any, they don't get any extra points or money if they weigh in. I mean, it's, and it's whatever you put in, you should get out exponentially. So that's what I, you know, I like about it. I mean, I was in the advice business for 20 years around financial services and we were compensated accordingly and should be. And, you know, but there's a lot of, there's a lot of people that are like, well, you have a, you have a motive. Well, in this, the the motive is you better win and get ROI or 
we're closing down. I mean, everybody's got to win. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's nothing else other than I want you to win and get results and, you know, have a oh, blast yeah. doing it. So, so does any, when people are going through this so far that you've, you know, encountered these last few years, whether one-on-one in the beginning or the mastermind now, are there times where you, you kind of have to help push them off the ledge a little yeah. bit? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, you know, I get paid for telling the unvarnished truth when it doesn't feel great. I mean, and, and quite frankly, if in my, in my line of work, if you're not doing that, that's unethical. So I, I, I'd say one of my superpowers is that like, I, I'm pretty straightforward. And if I see something, you know, it's kind of like this. If you and I went to lunch and you had a speck of mustard in your beard, because you have a robust, nice beard and I didn't say anything to you and just let you go about to your next meeting. Does that make me a good friend, partner, associate? No. And that's a small thing. Like that's like somebody's just going to laugh about that and someone else is going to tell you. But if I don't tell you about that, what do you think when I see something big and don't say anything? So like I'm am adamant about, you know, it's hard truth, ridiculous grace, but that's what I'm quite frankly paid for. And I, and in the, in our mastermind, there's, you know, no one's being, there's some rules. There is a rule. You can't be a dick. That's actually written in, in my, like you can be a funny one, but you can't, you can't be a dick to be a dick. That's one of those things where like, if you're in the consulting coaching world, you, you should be delivering that. And there are times when I, you know, whether it was where I came from, where I had to have hard conversations and there's times when I have to have them now, I literally just had one, uh, with a client. I'm like, you're not doing the work. This is a waste of your money and my time. So they have a week and this is one of my very last one-on-ones. I only have a small handful. Um, and you know, that's just, that's the ethics of it. So, uh, and I think that level of accountability is why people do this in the first place, because they get to where they're going faster and they see things are, are told things that other people see that they don't. So it's, there's your benefits of, of doing oh, yeah. it. Um, and I have a great way of delivering hard messages. I'm hilarious. Number one, but, <laughs> but you know, I, I'm, I'm not afraid to say what's on my mind in a help. Like I want it to help you not hurt you. It's not, it's not against you. It's for you. That oh, goes, yeah. I mean, that's kind of like your family, your business, your partners, your mastermind. Like if you're, I think what I see people and I'll get on the soapbox here for a minute. I think people are selfish in the regard that they don't address things because it's actually hurts them or makes them feel like, they've done something or, you know, hurts their own feelings. And that's selfish because you're not thinking of that person. You're thinking of how it affects you, not them. So I, I'm very, that's, if you can't tell you've struck a nerve, um, that's something I'm, yeah. I love it. I, I love it. Mind, they, they would say, yeah, he's going to be direct. <laughs> but I love, I, I love that because it's, it is, it's, I mean, I'll, I'll stand up, I'll push you off and stand up on your, so, your same soapbox because I think it's weak. You know, honestly, I think it's weak if you don't have those tough conversations just because it's hard, you know, it's easier to just let it go and you go about your day and you didn't have to be the one to deliver the news and all of that. Man, it's, I, I, I prefer 
like let's let's rip off the band-aid let's have that hard conversation and my friends my people close to me you know i've i've got the good fortune to know a lot of folks and they're amazing and talented and they share stuff with me here's this book i wrote here's this i made and you know i am more than happy and they all know like here's what i hated about it here's what i loved about it here's what you know but you go down but that's the thing is like they know 100 percent that when i say this part was amazing or all of this was fantastic i loved it that it's 100 percent genuine right like that's the other half of this you know yeah I, you know i just well, I, I, don't, I always tell them like because sometimes timing's an aspect of that by the way you know it, it may not you may want to choose your timing um but i you know i would always say like wouldn't you rather have that conversation with me than with uh, your new boss that could you could lose your bit you know you i'm not i can always be here or your kids like hey dad's not gonna always be here even if it's a business partner or something like when it's going to cost us money, wouldn't you rather have it now? Like, wouldn't you rather hear it from me than when someone doesn't tell you and just exits or you get exited? So it, it's better now than then. Oh, yeah. I mean, this, that just gets you, pre- that's just preparation. Like oh, so yeah. when it counts, your, you know, your odds are better. That's, that's how yeah. I view it. Yeah, I agree. And, 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 and to your point too, back from, you know, when they're, Oh, I don't know about this. It, it it goes the other way too of just that missed opportunity, you know, that yeah. you're going to look up in 10 years and, oh, wow, I should have invested in that shopping mall down there or I should have bought my competitor over here because now they're eating my lunch and I had that opportunity and no one encouraged me or no one gave me that little bit of push. I was about to write the check and no one pushed well, me a little bit, you know. It's interesting you said that. I mean, indecision has the most consequences. Usually a decision doesn't have real severe consequences, but indecision has severe consequences. And that's, you know, we, we, in one of our first go arounds with the mastermind, one of the members had been on the fence coming into it. And I knew it, um, on a pretty significant investment. And I pushed them in front of everyone the right way and got them. And it was like, okay, I'm gonna go get, I'm gonna go do it. Like, they didn't need more information or more data. They needed the, yeah, that's a pretty good idea. Uh, you know, like, and it was like, okay, I'm in. It's like confirmation of that's a good idea. And, you know, it's, other people are weighing in and I, I, that's, that's helpful. I mean, cause you know, then you're not in a vacuum and you're not just hearing it from me. You've got other people with different backgrounds looking at something and saying, all right, yeah, that's good. Do that. So that's powerful. I love it. So who needs to who needs to reach out? Who's who's out there? What are they experiencing right now that somebody, you know, has heard this, they're gonna go, you gotta you gotta talk to Joe. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, here's who needs to reach out. If you want to take your business from high six figures over the seven figure mark, even up to eight figures, and you, that's real, you really wanna do that, we should talk. If you want to take your net worth above 10 million to even a hundred million, we should talk. If your family's really important to you in that whole mix, and you want to be with a group of other people that put their family and their faith first and are adamant about growing their business and their net worth, you should talk. I, you know, I just have a, like my sales calls and I've done sales for 20 years. I don't have like a four closes and it's like, 
let's talk. Tell me what's important to you. I'll see if I can help you. If you get the vibe and I get the vibe and we're a fit, I'll tell you how it all works. If not, that's cool too. Um, we, you know, we've got a free community and all these other things to stay plugged in and life changes. So you may come back or you may say, you know what? I didn't like that dude and I'm out. <laughs> that's pretty much how it works. Um, and, and I get, you know, I, I get pretty in depth on that, you know, my, and it's for all these, you know, if you don't work with us and you're ever wondering like sales, like, you know what you need to figure out in sales? What's the truth? Why is someone really doing or not doing this? Your job is to let them make a good decision, not, you know, meld them into a yes through some sorcery of objection overcoming. Now you should have that skill, but times have changed. It's kind of like, uh, it's more the tide than it is the current these days. Like go with the tide and, and let people figure out for themselves. That's how I view it. Oh yeah. Be there for that. Just at that point, somebody's gotten to you and you've had that conversation. It's just answering questions at that yeah. point. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yep. Is this a fit? Is this going to work? Well, also we, we know who it should be. How do they reach out to you? The best way is to, you know, just jump on my calendar link. I can uh, put that in the show notes or you can Jason and just jump on there. I'll show up just like this. We'll have a conversation. It's a fit. Awesome. If not, you know, we'll part as friends. Perfect. Thanks so much for being on, Joe. This is this is fantastic. Yeah. I love what you've built and what you're doing out there, man. Thanks so much for tuning in and being a part of this show. If you want help creating authority building video content or even a client generating show of your own, go to medialeadsco.com and let's connect. I'll talk to you soon on the next Strategy and Action.